it's his two quote-unquote love interests right you know when really it's angelica but here we go yeah and john and lafayette (laughs) and alexander hamilton's a hoe he was he was a hoe he was a hoe like we have we have to we have to just be right here and let everyone know he was a hoe him a hoe Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Now, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you are here at Gentle Bullying. Timmy, what's gentle bullying? Gentle bullying is being just like my country, young, scrappy, and hungry. Oh, bitch! Get them! That's amazing. Um, If our small cues haven't given it away yet, we are talking about Hamilton today. I know that it's a big surprise. Shocking. Because we haven't mentioned the show at all in past episodes. We don't like it. Nope. In the slightest? No. Nope. No. That's not... We don't... Yeah, we're not really into it. I've heard of it in the past. I'm so excited to talk about Hamilton, but before we get into Hamilton and my... Hammy boy! My very deep love and appreciation for all things Lin-Manuel Miranda, how was Lin-Man your week? Lin-Manuel boy! My week was good. Solid. Are you copying me? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I might be mirroring you. Okay. Um, I turned my hat backwards. I mess with my hat throughout the day on okay. any given day that I'm wearing a hat. That's fine. I'm just special. also wearing hat today and i walked in with it backwards no i'll probably mess it around with my hat the whole time okay i'm just i felt this morning like i was giving off real spinelli from recess vibes oh like with the like low space buns and the backwards hat i know she wears a beanie but i feel like a backwards hat is like the same vibe yeah and you don't sound like a smoker though that would yeah that tracks <laughs> with my life and i've not smoked yeah but like if you're giving off real spinelli vibes you have to sound like a smoker i'm not even gonna try how was your week? Just give us one try. No, how was your week? <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was good. Um, I started school this week. and Gross. Yeah, Spencer started this week. And I tutored at a middle school part-time, and so we also started back up this week. Let me tell you, in the future, like next year, I'm going to tell them, hey, let's not start our tutoring the same week that school starts for all of the employees. Yeah. Yeah, that feels real rough. It was, it was a lot to start. So I'm taking 18 credits. This oh, semester. Nice. So I've got a full schedule. Yeah. And then also just jump back in to, to those little shits. Yeah. Do yeah. you have like an easy day versus like harder days or are all your days like the same? It's great. Um, Fridays are actually my best day. I only have two classes. And most Fridays I don't work. Oh, even better. Yeah. So so I got out of the car when I came back from school on Friday, yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I got out of the car and I was like, holy shit, it's the weekend. It's one o'clock and it's the weekend. What a blessing. Right? Wow. Yeah. You were set up for success. How was your week? You know, it was okay. There was a lot that happened this week. This week felt so long for me. Mm. Like, and it was just sometimes unbearable. But sometimes it was fine. So, you know, nothing crazy happened, but also... Yes, <laughs> There's a story I want to say, but I don't know if I want to say it on the pod. I'm so sorry to the listeners. So I had to delete all like the I had to delete dating apps this week because I got one overwhelmed and two scared away. Okay. (laughs) Because so I've never (laughs) not can't say this anymore. Um I Did someone send you a dick pic? No. Though that's happened before, but like not that's not the reason for this one. The reason why I was scared. Um I've never before recently been offered drugs. Through a dating app. I love how you're like, I don't know if I want to tell this story. No, there's more. There's more. Okay. This, is, this is the lesser of the two evils. Okay, because you tweeted that. 
Yeah, yeah. And that one, because that one was kind of funny, because this guy was just like, hey, do you want to come over and hang out and maybe do some Molly? And I was just like, no. Do some Molly. <laughs> That's real cash. And I was just like, no, I'm good. Thanks, though. Um, but then this week was really the nail in the coffin, and it really scared me. Um, because I was talking some, to a guy. Did you watch someone put a nail in a coffin? Yeah, that's what it was. He was burying a body alive. <laughs> Safe by the bell. Was it you? Um, no. <laughs> we actually, I never met this man in real life. So I was talking to this guy for a week and a half, two weeks. Like, pretty, like, that's a long time for a dating app. Sure. He seemed very normal, very regular. He was very fun. I mean, normal. Very regular. <laughs> I asked him about his bowel movements and they were... <laughs> consistent i don't like poop jokes but so like i mean normal for like me sure so like he was a little odd but like i was fine with it because it was just like the same level of odd like we worked um i just found him interesting you know but he was like witty and funny and like it was actually i was like whoa this person could be an actual human you know and it was to the point where we went to a hockey game last night me and you. I was about to say that was not clear. No, me and you and Lexi went to a hockey game last night. And I had the thought earlier in the week, maybe I'll see if he wants to come. Double date? That was, I mean, my th- my thought. It was just group. Friends group, because we also invited Ben. Like ben didn't want to come. Um, it, that, but yeah, that we was... haven't actually talked to producer Ben since he's been on the podcast. I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> he's just drowning in champagne. He's just watching the next Twilight. <laughs> Oh, on repeat? Yeah. <laughs> Just seething about how much he dislikes it. But, uh, yeah. He so... so would. <laughs> That's a bin move if I've ever heard one. Watching a movie on repeat dislikes. alone out of spite. Um... But yeah, it was like to the point where I was just like, hey, maybe I'll invite this person to like meet other people that I know and like hang out in physical person instead of like texting and uh it was going so well and then he just ruined it to me what did he do <sighs> i don't know if i want to say this i can't look at you when i say it i died good thing you put <laughs> lexi's birthday present on the table i can still see around it but it also gives me a nice little blockade um, is this what you want is this why you brought it it's just a gift to yourself <laughs> if right now i'm using it as a gift for myself um so he texted me i think it was like tuesday and it was, he was, it was just like kind of weird, like at the beginning of the conversation. And then he was just out of nowhere. He was like, so when are we going to meet up and I can teach you or I can show you how a lady is being treated or something like that. And I was like, sir, what? Sir, ew. And I was just like, why are we doing this now? You were so normal for two weeks and you had to ruin it. And he made it worse too. Okay. Cause so far that's like. It's upsetting, but it's no, a fine story gets, to tell. Oh god, and it gets worse. I don't <laughs> You can you can beat around the bush. I don't want to say it to you. <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. I'm still I'm so physically uncomfortable right now, still thinking about to it. I mean we're all on the edge of our seats right now. <laughs> he messaged me and he was like he's like, So when are we gonna meet up? Because I really feel like you have a beautiful vagina. Oh my god. What? Who says that to a person? I told that to Kaya and she laughed so hard. And she asked me, she goes, did you screenshot what this man looks like? And I said, no, 
because I did what I didn't because my fight or flight kicked in. I blocked his ass so fast because I was like, I have to get out of here. I have to go. I'm uncomfy. My whole body had like a physical response of no. Did you reply to him? No. (laughs) I did have a moment of where I was like, man, I shouldn't have blocked him. And I should have just not responded. And then the next day been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I didn't do that because you unblock a person on on dating. No, he's gone. Nice. I have no idea how to even try to find that now. Nice. Also, I don't even have the app anymore. Right. But he scared me. He scared me straight off the app. I fully understand why you didn't want to make eye contact with me while saying that <laughs> sentence. I'm so sorry. And but honestly, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. My life, it's very fitting for what's happening in my life right now. Like oh. That that is just part of it. So that's nice. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, you know, here's the thing. So by the way... <laughs> It makes sense, you know, for the plot. (laughs) But also... Because there has to be some conflict. There's only always conflict. (laughs) It's never going like 100% smooth. It's literally plot. I know. Some people, their lives just look so easy. Actually, that's not true. Do you remember that tweet? Oh, I have had like a moment where it was going so well. That's why I was so worried. That's why. Because my life is not like that. So I was like, hmm, must create chaos for myself then. I feel like a therapist would have something to say about that. Yeah, well, I'm scared of calling and making an appointment. Me too. Okay. It's fine. We'll talk about this on the next episode. We'll yeah. get into mental health and therapy then. We'll I do don't, our stuff. We're not going to do that now. I'll maybe even start therapy by then. We'll find out. You know what? If you do that, I'm be so proud. I'm not going to do that. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Um, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm uncomfy. My life is a shit show. And I hate men. Some don't deserve rights. I'm just going to say that. Well, that's, that's why we have felons. Yeah. But also that guy? Probably a felon. It's probably registered somewhere for something. You know, it always happens to me, though. They're always normal for the first, like, week. And then they turn it around and they're, like, weird. And I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Just be weird from the beginning. Like, a be- like what? <laughs> so he's sitting there thinking, because you never responded. He's sitting there thinking to himself, man, I got her so good. She's taking days to figure out exactly how to respond perfectly. So that way she can, like, compliment my dick or something. Nope. That's, that's what he's thinking. Yeah. Sorry to break it. I mean, he... He's not thinking that anymore because my message has disappeared. <laughs> it's being blocked. It's gone. <laughs> <laughs> so you know when you get blocked. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if you're, if it's like having like a message thread. Okay. And if I delete it, it's gone on your side too. Oh shit. That's so cool. So that you just can't like, because you're blocked. So you we... can't see that I'm a person anymore on that app. Um, Timmy? Well, I'm happy to, kind of happy to learn about your week. I have mixed emotions about it. Me too. And here we are. Um, you want to jump into it? Yeah. Let's talk about Hamilton. It's my Jamilton. Let's go. Did you just vomit in your mouth? A little bit, yeah. That's It's fine. You've made worse jokes. I want that to be clear. Yeah, and you need to have better reactions to my awful jokes. Oh, okay. Sitting in silence and rolling my eyes isn't good enough? No, it's a podcast. <laughs> that's fair. Everyone here is like, no, Timmy, that's not good enough. We all think you support him like an idiot. I thought you were going to say, no, Timmy, that's not good enough. We all think you're not good enough. (laughs) 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 And I was like, wow, okay. Speaking of not good enough, Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) 
Yeah. Yeah. So we've we've discussed we're going to more or less walk through yes the opera Hamilton. Uh huh. Yeah. So starts off. He's a wee lad. Mm-hmm. Just in, in in the Caribbean. Yeah. Doing his thing. Mm-hmm. I'm kidding. We're not going to go that slow. <laughs> um, that's going to be longer than the two hour forty one minute show actual show yeah, of Hamilton. We'll, we'll go shot by shot yeah let's just do a quick little synopsis maybe of how it started back in 2009 great yeah that was the first time a song by hamilton was actually shown and it was at the white house at a song poetry and spoken word night put on by the obamas and lynn was supposed to be showing a song from in the heights which was showing on broadway at the time which is another one of Lin-Manuel Miranda's wonderful shows that has been adapted into an actual movie. I actually haven't seen that yet. It's good. It's very good. I assumed as much. I have some mixed feelings about it because Anthony Ramos, but we will get into those later. Anthony Ramos. He's the one who plays... I, does, I haven't seen it. I was going to tell you in Hamilton who he plays uh, because he's also in oh, Hamilton. Is, oh, is he, oh, is he the guy? Is he mm-hmm. the guy? Oh, yes, my he goodness. Is. We will get into that drama. But uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda bought ron chernell's book about alexander hamilton and he read it um while on vacation with his wonderful wife and that is what actually spurred on the entire show of hamilton was he read it and he felt like his life was so interesting and needed to be shared because nobody knew anything about alexander hamilton he's the guy on the ten dollar bill and that's all we got right and so that was enough to be like we need this in something more. Right, the fact that he earned his properly earned his way to the ten dollar bill needs yeah. to be understood. Yeah, and nobody knows. Like I had no idea. And yeah. nobody was talking about it either. Like in school, I never learned a thing about Alexander Hamilton. Right. Except for like when you were learning about money, you learned about who was on the money. But even then, like I didn't remember half of them. I did know about his duel. I oh, knew yes. that he was wearing his glasses. Oh. I was taught that in school. Cool. Yeah. What a fun thing that you already yeah, knew. Right? <laughs> Fuck you, Timmy. I that I was being so honest. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me repeat what you said. Wow, what a fun thing that you already knew. I know how it sounds. I was being genuine, and I'm so sorry that it sounded not that way. I was very excited to be like, oh my god, I knew that. No, and I was so excited for you, and it just came out like an asshole. <laughs> Nothing new here. No, but that one was meant to be genuine, and I wasn't even trying to be an asshole. It just is. <laughs> but the beauty of the show is that they call it the story of America then told by America now. Ooh. Which I think is wonderful because it's played by such a diverse cast. And it is actually a, like what an actual snapshot of America does look like now. Yeah. Which is super cool. Except for the whole like people of color in politics, but whatever. God, America. Why do we suck? There's so That's many That's a reasons. different episode. Yeah, we don't need to get into that right now. <laughs> Can of worms all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. You know, all squishy trying to put them back in. Pick them up, they're wriggling you. <laughs> No, no, stop. Getting all squishy trying to put them back in was so good. Don't try to add. <laughs> that was good enough. Great. Great joke. I need someone to stop me sometimes. <laughs> that was it. That's the stop. All right. So let's get into the actual show. I want to know, when, when was the first time that you were introduced to Hamilton? Like either the first time you heard a song, saw something about it. What was the thing that like grabbed you when you were just like, oh, I need to listen watch this thing okay so a couple a couple things one i was just in a car with our friend morgan 
and she was listening to You'll Be Back. Ooh, yeah. And I heard the line, I will kill your friends and family to remind you of my love. Yeah, that one is really, really grabbing. Yeah. And she, like, that was it. That was the only line I heard. Mm-hmm. And she said that was, that was King George during the American Revolution. Mm-hmm. And I, and she's like, it's like a Broadway musical. I'm like, okay, so clearly that means that it's like an allegory of like, because that one line, mm-hmm. I took it as like, literally I took it as like an abusive relationship. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, it's, it's some sort of allegory for like how, how we were back then. Very far from it. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's, yes. Yeah. Um, Anyway, and then I was very confused about what Hamilton was. I didn't pursue it any further, but I firmly remembered that. And then I, then you and I were at a night with the with the youths. Yep. And you went ham on like satisfied and whatnot. Yes. Yeah, I remember that night. Just my, that yep. night for the rest of my days. Yes. And you, yeah, you went. I out was f- wondering if that was one of your first interactions with Hamilton because I remember that, and I remember you being like, "What was that?" Yeah. And I'm just, just like, oh, it was Hamilton, you know, like, da da da. And like, did you I'm... just sing Hamilton? <laughs> it was Hamilton. <laughs> I don't know if I did. If I did, accidental. <laughs> I'm just so into it now. Um, but that's very funny because I did also think about that when I was thinking about my first time being introduced to Hamilton. And that was by my roommate in college. Her name was Darcy. I absolutely love her. Hi, Darcy. I think you're listening. Um, <laughs> shout out. I hope out. you're not. <laughs> that's so rude. I can only offend her if she's listening. That's, so like, that's true. A win. I mean, um, and so Darcy got into it a couple of months before I did. And the only, the thing that I remember, you had that King George line. The line that grabbed me was, and I'm the damn fool that shot him. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I yep. was like, what are we listening to now? And she goes, oh, it's Hamilton. It's a new Broadway show. And a lot of my friends in college were music majors or were into musicals. And so they did all of the, they did like the musicals at school. And I've always loved musicals. And so like at first I wasn't super into the idea. Like it just didn't sound appealing to me. And then I was coming out here to Colorado from San Diego one summer to see my family and Darcy came with me and we listened to the show on the drive and I was in and I was like, all right, cool. This is it now. And that was my like real into the show. And then I was obsessed and I was like, I got it. I'm going to learn every single word, every single part I can do. I can, I can start the show and end the show, the whole thing all the way through. Damn. Okay. I can probably do every line. I can't do every line. I'm, I'm pretty close. I'm probably about 90% of the show I can do. Um, there's just, yeah, there are just some songs I didn't fixate on. Um, I fixated on all of them. (laughs) I said show from beginning to end. You know, it's really fun too. listening to the show on shuffle. Hate it. I hate that. (laughs) It's so unsatisfying. I will never be satisfied. Okay. Alexander Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah. And then the first time I actually watched slash listened to it the whole way through, Mm -hmm. we were with my wife's family, Lexi. We all know my wife's name at this point. My we- wife. <laughs> That's my wife. Not anymore, but. <laughs> I I haven't thought about that joke and so, like that now. I'm sorry, sad. John Mulaney. I'm sad now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, still a funny guy. Anyway, so we were with Lexi's family um, over 4th of July. Mm-hmm. And it dropped on Disney Plus 3rd of July. Yes, it did. And so 
Lexi's aunt had us all sit down and watch it. And there was like 10, 15 of us. Yeah. Just watching this show, including like three less than 10 year olds. Uh-huh. And uh, it was one, it was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like there was no part of me that wanted to stop watching it. At one point, like we, we hit the, we hit the intermission, intermission and people were like, okay, let's stop. No. And, then, and then Lexi's aunt was like, no, like this needs to be appreciated all the way through. Like, well, and like second act is so important. Yes, but it's like it's like let's pick this up tomorrow. Not oh, like, not like let's stop. Absolutely watching. not. But like, I can understand. that. I mean, I get it for people who aren't musical theater people. I understand, but also like, oh god, no, that hurts my heart a little bit. Yeah, but like the, just being able to like see the close up faces. Yes. On it, the pure acting is amazing. So you know how they shot that. Yeah, three different times, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, so go ahead, and, go ahead and explain. So they did two show. I think it was during a matinee, and then they did a closed show that was just like a regular like show all the way through, and then they did uh, scenes for close-ups, is my understanding. Yeah. And I think it's so amazing, because they did it around their full run, which means they're doing eight shows a week already. And so they did the matinee of the week had cameras and then they did an additional show just for the cat, like for the crew that needed to film. And then they did additional scenes on top of eight shows, which is amazing. Yeah. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I remember that about that night is one point when, yeah, when Aaron Burr is like, she's married and he's like, I see she's married to a British, British officer. officer. Oh, oh shit. shit! This probably seven-year-old, six-year-old boy turns to the entire room and he goes, "Is that a bad word?" <laughs> like, yeah, sit down. <laughs> yeah, they cut out all of the fucks so that it could play on Disney Plus. There's not a lot of fucks. There's like two. No, there's three, but they cut them. There's out. There's three. They okay. cut them out. Um, let's list them right now. Um, <laughs> Southern motherfucking Democratic Republicans. Yes, yeah, Southern motherfucking Democratic Republicans. Uh, I'm Hercules Mulligan. I need no introduction when you knock me down. down and get, and get the, the fuck, fuck back, back up, up again. again. That's my favorite. One that's I... my favorite fucking line. That gives me absolute chills. It's. I want to take that good. motherfucking energy into every room. I love Oak, who plays Hercules Mulligan in the original Broadway cast. Mm-hmm. He's fantastic. He was also in one of my favorite shows, which is Station 19. It's about firefighters. Yes. I love him. His vibe that he carries as a person. And just, like, he is just, he just feels like the coolest person. Like, I want to be friends with him. Because he just <laughs> gives off, like, the best energy. And then he, like like everyone else, he mm-hmm. also played another role. He, he played yes, he James Madison, yes. right? Yes, Okay. Yes. Because um, they, they did with him the best job of, like, making it two different people. Yes. Like, you can see how Lafayette, you can easily see how Lafayette is Jefferson. Yeah. It's like, he just pulled his hair back. Yeah. But. Well, he undid his hair. Because Lafayette, it's the, up and then second act, it's down. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. So clearly who I was talking about was, was Lafayette at the time he pulled his hair back. <laughs> yeah. My brain didn't. I was, just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going in order of acts. I understand. Felt wildly unnecessary. It didn't in my brain. I want I you to it. know it just, it felt like Let I me was... tell you, it feels super weird being on this side of it, because I'm always on that side of it. I'm always correcting people for no reason. 
Yeah, it wasn't necessary, but it felt necessary. No, I hear you. Exactly. I know exactly how you feel. And this um, side, it, it feels creepy on this side for once in my life. For a second? Yeah. Yeah. Did anybody cry? I don't think it? so. So, the first time I watched it was technically a pirated version. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I, in 2015 to 2017, was really big on Tumblr. And I found a Tumblr account that was just like, she said something about like, oh, yeah, because I have the video version of Act 1 and 2 of Hamilton. And I messaged her and said, hey, girl, where you get that? And she sent me the links to them. Yep. And in my dorm by myself, I don't remember what was happening this weekend, but neither of my roommates were there. It was just me. So I was sitting on the couch in my dorm Watching Act 1 of Hamilton recorded by somebody who saw it in New York. <laughs> there was like two points where I was just like, I was looking at the inside of somebody's pocket. Damn. But the rest of the show was fine. But let me tell you, the first time I saw it, and it got to Act 2 when Philip dies. And that scream that's not in the cast recording, it, right. bro it broke something inside of me. That's fair. I was so, I was like, I don't, why am I doing this by myself? Yeah, no, that scream is brutal. Yeah. And it, every single time, too, it still hurts inside my mm. heart. Um, but I, that was the first time I technically watched it. And then when it came out on the third with everybody else on Disney+, Plus, I watched it. I had to make sure that I watched it by myself at least once or twice before I could watch it with anybody else. Because I knew I was going to be so annoying. <laughs> like you know when you just like i i knew all the songs i knew a lot of like behind the scenes stuff already from just like right being a fan yeah and i was like i'm gonna be the worst person to watch this with ever and so i was like i just have to watch it by myself a couple of times to really like soak it in and freak out by myself before i freak out anybody else we um over our summer program so it's great with my tutoring job. We have, we have month of June summer program where we don't do any tutoring. We just do like activities. It's fun. Yeah. And we got all the parents to sign off on watching Hamilton. Oh, yes. And when I tell you, I sang until they were absolutely fucking done with me singing. <laughs> that would have been me. Yeah. But like they were like thoroughly impressed. And then they're like, oh, he's not stopping. <laughs> he's still, he's still going. And then we have this one kid who's as sweet as could be. He's on the, he's somewhere on the spectrum. Uh-huh. And um, he was, like, livid that I was singing King George's part. He didn't care about the rest. He was, he was like, fine with it. But he was like, don't sing King George's part because that's not American. <laughs> and, oh, he's, he's a sweet kid. And, like, he just lives by rules that are very set for him. Yeah. And, oh, side note, I think every one of our listeners will appreciate this. We were, yeah, it was, it was at the end of the day one day and there was this trans kid talking with this boy and this this boy says some is is asking about what it means to be trans and then someone else popped in the conversation because naturally sexuality comes up in that yeah and she says that she's bi and this boy says well i i'm straight because the bible says if you're gay then it's abomination to god and this trans kid is like you could never be an abomination to god and so this boy looks at them and and he goes oh well, I guess I'm by then. <laughs> I love decision making. <laughs> right. Because, yeah, like, like he processed it and he's like, 
Yeah, no, I fully understand that. Yeah, like that fully and, tracks. And as soon as his black and white rule set changes, mm -hmm. it's a new black and white rule set. Yeah. Where it's like, it is absolutely fine. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so cool to, to like see that. Mm -hmm. I love that for him. Yeah. Sorry, back to, back to Hamilton. We need yeah. to really jump into this shit. Yeah, let's go. I would like to, what are your favorite songs on the album? Going yeah. in just, I have four. So like, those are my top four. I could listen to them forever. Okay. Um... I think yeah, I have three. Okay, what? Okay. Are, let me get. Um, I have. Why can't I think of the name right now? <laughs> <laughs> Not your favorite. <laughs> no, um, I just can't think. Is my it, shot. I was gonna say, is it wait for it? <laughs> Bullet was in my in my head. Oh yeah. And so I'm like, I can't get that word out of my head. But yeah, my shot. Um, because mm -hmm. I really love the like syncopation he does in the raps. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and then wait for it. Yes. Yeah. Is is on there? I love. Oh. God. Wait for it has one of my favorite lines in the entire show. Wait, what is it? I am inimitable. I am, I am an original. original. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm an original. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the very audible eye roll that happened when you said that. Cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> you said you would like that one, bitch. <laughs> that's a great line. But no. Yeah, no, that's just my favorite because yeah. watching it, mm -hmm. you can tell it's significant for Aaron Burr. Yes. But being significant for Aaron Burr means it's not significant to Hamilton. Uh -huh. And therefore, Lin-Manuel Miranda is like, it's only going to be significant to Burr. We're not going to have any other like characters on here. We're only going to have background dancers. Only and, like They're like to the side. They're not even really a part of this. Yeah. And you feel every, every little bit of it. And yeah. I love that. Yeah. And then on the flip side... Pretty like low key song, um, in the eye of a hurricane. That's one of mine too. Oh god, it just it does something to me. It yeah. Because like no, I don't know. Like whenever he sings it, you really like mm -hmm. feel that with him. Yeah. So my four are the Skylar Sisters because that one has the wit that I really crave in conversation. Sure. Uh, between Eliza, not her. You discuss me. Ah, oh, so you discuss me. me. I'm a yeah. trust fund baby. baby you, you can trust me. me. Yeah, or uh, your perfume smells like your daddy's got money. Yeah, so, I love that line. Oh my god. Yeah, like it's so good. It just does something for my brain. Um, Guns and ships. N naturally. I love that song. I like the speed of it, and I like that nerd moment. Is Lynn wrote it? Yeah, heard yeah. Heard David do it, and then realized he could make it even faster. Oh really? Yeah. So he wrote it for his speed, and then he had David digs who plays Lafayette and Jefferson, perform it, and he went, oh, we're going to make this even faster, and I'm going to give you more words to say. Because David is in Clippings. Mm -hmm. um, His band? Yes. Okay. And it is the fastest rapping I've ever heard. Yeah, that's just what he does. Yeah, and he's it, he does it so well that can it's I, so impressive. Can I say something else very nerdy about Guns and Ships? Yeah. Um, I thought this is what you were going to say. That's very exciting to hear that. Mm -hmm. So Lynn wrote it so that at the beginning of the show, Lafayette can't even say the word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so he can't, he can't say the word anarchy. He says anarchy, right? Because he's French. Mm -hmm. um, he can't even like speak fluent English. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of Lafayette's story in this, mm -hmm. he has the fastest moment in the entire show. Yeah. But not only is he like better at what he's doing because like in the war he was like kind of like touch and go at the beginning then he was pivotal in the war so like not not only is like better at what he's doing he's the best at what he's doing yeah and he shows everyone mm -hmm. and uh, that is so subtle and so fucking good yeah um satisfied mm, i'm always satisfied listening to satisfied 
There, that song, that song scratches an itch in my brain because it's that was so, the first rap that I learned from this. Was satisfied. That's amazing. Um, but it's just it's so well one composed and two performed. Yeah, like both of them, and then also I like it shows the uh, the justic juxtaposition juxtaposition. Thank you. I I always miss something in there, and my mouth can't do it. Juxtaposition is Lexi's favorite word. Is it? And continue. Fun. I can't say it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it shows that between Eliza and Angelica. Yeah. Because Eliza does not rap in the entire show. Oh, she yeah. Sings. She's, she sings. Yeah. She sings everything because she is, doesn't feel as though she is running out of time in the same way that Alexander does and in the Holy same way that a lot of chills. the characters do. Literally just got chills. Holy shit. Isn't it amazing? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean she yeah, she lives fifty years after Hamilton yeah. dies. Yeah. Yeah. And Alexander, so she's I should have said. Because <laughs> she's also Hamilton. Yeah. But you you know, names. Um but <laughs> it's so amazing to me. Just like the subtleties in the show that yeah. makes so much sense. Yeah, it's that like we don't even know, but we appreciate and then when we find out you're like, oh my god. Right. And you get chills. Yeah, I literally, I literally got chills when you told me that. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, the last is also Hurricane. Yeah. Because I like that it starts out; it's so smooth, and, and then, then it's transitioned to the next song. Well, it starts out so smooth, and then the song literally becomes a hurricane in the song because of the way that it's like composed. Right. Um, you know, and he sings, I wrote my way out of hell, I wrote my way to revolution, I was louder than the crack in the bell, and it's so good, because he speeds oh. up and he gets faster, and you feel, like, whipped around. Right. And then he transitions into the net, like, where it needs to be, and it's yeah. incredible. Let me tell you something, that is in my top three favorite songs. I don't know the words to that song entirely, because I just listen to it. Yeah. I don't, I don't, like, study that one, I'm just like enthralled in it i've listened to it so many times that i have I, if i didn't know it it'd be like what's wrong <laughs> but like it's one of my favorites for yeah. oh, sure oh god yeah no that i'm just gonna throw in the fact now that i listened to the audiobook biography of alexander hamilton yep it was only like 12 hours it was, it was very manageable so speaking of angelica versus eliza mm-hmm. and like the wit that that you pointed out that angelica has mm-hmm. it was set in in the, um, oh my god. Biography? It would, I, I kept wanting to say audio book. <laughs> I mean, and it was yes, audio but that's not You're my right. point. No, it was said in the bi- biography that, like, many historians have effectively declared that if Angelica mm-hmm. was not married whenever Alexander and Angelica met, they would have gotten married. And so it's kind of upsetting to me that Angelica got married after, like, in the show, mm-hmm. that Angelica got married later. Yeah, she, she was married before, and that's like the only thing that kept her. Yeah. From from Al- from Hamilton. From yeah. Me. Oh yeah, my yeah. god. I totally know what you're saying though, because I also they mentioned that in the book that Lynn wrote about the show. Yeah. Oh, because so does he explain why he does that? Um, he doesn't. He just explains that. So it is confirmed. Is actually kind of a loose word. Is, right, because it's speculation. Yeah, it's all speculation, and so it is confirmed. But Lynn wants it told as much as he knows it from Hamilton's perspective, that Hamilton loved Eliza. Yeah. He says that so many times. Oh, yeah. And so it's... He he didn't want to portray it as like, oh, they could have gotten married. He wanted to portray it as... They should have gotten married. They could have gotten married, but he loved his wife. Oh, yeah. And so, like, that's what kind of Lynn goes into in that, and I think that that is 
special. That's lovely. It's special. Um, one complaint I have is... Oh, God, I don't want to hear it. No, 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 no. Um, it's just in the in the writing, not in the show itself, but just mm-hmm. how he moved on. So so after Lawrence died, yeah. Um, historians were like, yeah, Alexander never loved again. Mm-hmm. Like, they were so close. You know, because they were such good friends. Yeah. Sorry, in case in case that wasn't clear, biggest eye roll. They were fucking, and <laughs> at the very least, they were lovers. Whatever, yeah, whatever that means. On the battlefield, love yeah. is a battlefield. <laughs> yeah, all is fair. But no, they, they were certainly lovers. And so once once Lawrence died, a part of Hamilton died. Yeah, and I understand that you see that he just dives into his work and doesn't really pay much attention to his personal life. Yeah, but it doesn't feel as significant as it should. That's in the fair. Show. That's fair. And it kind of makes me sad because that was the most significant person to to Hamilton in his life. Mm-hmm. It should have been more significant to Hamilton. If Lynn was so obsessed with Hamilton and, like, knew that his story had to be told, that's just one thought is, like, it needed to be told slightly better on that scale. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> and I just, mean... just a side note on that. Um, so whenever historians looked at the letters between Alexander and Lawrence... Mm-hmm. And John, John's letters to Alex, I'm just going to call him Alex, apparently. John's hey, letters. Ham. Yeah. Um, whenever John would write letters to, to Alex, it was like pretty like subtle mm-hmm. and then very flamboyant back to John. And so it was very clear that like Alex had something for John, but mm-hmm. like we don't know to what degree it was reciprocated. However, his tone was vastly outmatched by Lafayette's letters to Alexander. Really? Yes. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I I want to read them. Now that I'm talking about it, I want to read them. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. But it's like, wow, Alex is being really just forward. I'm 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 kind of uncomfortable by that. <laughs> and then just wrecking ball in, <laughs> into every historian ever like, oh, they weren't just good friends. <laughs> You know, how you talk to your friend. Yeah. I think you have a beautiful vagina. <laughs> I hate it here. Oh, I want to go home. I'll destroy your friends and family. <laughs> to remind you of my loathing. Nope. <laughs> Nothing after that. And full stop. <laughs> Today's episode of Gentle Bullying is brought to you by... Wait, what the fuck did I just say to Timmy? Okay. In the show, do you have a line or lines that just, like, stand out to you and you love for either, like, the line itself or, like, a backstory to the line? Okay, so all of mine are for for the line itself. Okay. I have I have four lines. One of them is for the line itself. <laughs> One of which? <laughs> no, all sorry, right. two. Sorry, two. Two, Great. two are for two. 50-50, I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I have three lines, all Great. just for the line. Um, the first one, we already said it. I am Hercules Mulligan. I need no introduction. When you knock me down, I get the fuck back up again. Ah, chills every fucking time. He is an explosive human. I love it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely love it. Yeah, that drives me. Yeah. I need that like tattooed on the inside of my eyelids. Oh. So when I go to sleep, I get the fuck, fuck back, back up, up again. again. <laughs> so I have that same vibe about my first line. I'm past patiently waiting. I'm passionately smashing every expectation. Every action is an activation. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so on. Yes. Yes. Every action's an act of creation. It Ugh. does something oh my inside God. my soul and it makes me want to be creative. It makes me want to create things. Yeah. No, this story, this musical biography, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Is so goddamn inspiring. Yes. 
Yeah. It makes me want to do things. Yeah. Like, and I, it also makes me want to do them without waiting for the permission to do them. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next line. Um, yeah. So my next one is. <laughs> I hate it already. Look back at the Bill of Rights, which I wrote. <laughs> is it just me? <laughs> and James Madison. Is... <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, and so James Madison is just like, I'm here, guys. I did it. I wrote them. Yes. <laughs> I will get my credit. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. There's no more. I yeah. need no explanation for no. this. No, and sure. That, that's fine because my next one has explanation, and it's wonderful, and I know that you're actually going to really like it. Um, So at one point, Alexander Hamilton writes to Burr, I will not equivocate on my opinion. I have always worn it on my sleeve, even though you said what, or even though I said what you think I said, you would need to cite a more specific grievance. Here's an itemized list of 30 years of disagreement. And then Burr responds with, sweet Jesus. And Lynn put this in as a Leslie Nope shout out. <laughs> because he felt like it would just be something she would do to have an itemized list of 30 years worth of disagreements. Yep. That's absolutely true. And I heard that in the book about the show, and I said, oh, God, that's so well placed. That's so good. Um, yeah, so in the biography, mm -hmm. it talks about that, and they're like, yeah, whenever you, like, challenge someone about something they said, mm -hmm. it, it was traditional to be like, this is what you said. Yeah. This is when you said it. Because, like, you can, like, say things over a dinner party and, like, things were said. Probably a lot of things were said. You need to be more specific. Like, I didn't like what you said the other night. It's like, yeah. you were blackout drunk the entire time. Which which racist comment do you have a problem with? Yeah. Please cite an item. Yeah. Like, anyway. Yeah. But, and, then, and then it's like, and then... And then he went and just did something. He made a, a list of 30 years of disagreements. Yeah. Or maybe he took it over the top. I loved, I loved that book because it's like, yeah, like he was, he was right. Yeah. And, 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 and man, he's an asshole. I love it. I love it so much. Um, whenever they're, whenever he's debating. Um, Jefferson? No. Um, Walter Seabury. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, so th so that happened. Yeah. Um, and Hamilton didn't have the political views he did then. Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, he didn't have the political views that like we know him to have. Yes. He wasn't very. Um, he wasn't like a super patriot, like a revolutionist, revolutionary. But but yeah. So but he was still very much against um, Seabury's ideas, and so they wrote letters back and forth. And Seabury was like very like he thought everything out. He like made sure to like just explain himself. Mm -hmm. And Hamilton. Shut him the fuck down. Yeah. And so they had like five letters back and forth. And I wrote down the quote, but I, I forget it. Like, but the exact quote from, from the from the biography is hilarious. It's like, it just made a comment about who Hamilton is. It's like, he was never shy about anything. He essentially, like, he didn't have a filter. Yeah. He hated everyone. Uh -huh. And he let them fucking know. Yeah. Yeah. And But here's the thing, too, is that Hamilton, like... IRL, a lot of people hated him and they let him know. Yeah. Because he, you know, was an immigrant. I must say, not only was he an immigrant, but he also was an immigrant with, with the personality that I just described. Yeah. Which you want to hate. Yeah. I mean, I always, I love an asshole. I can't. Right. But whenever he's an asshole specifically to you. Yeah. That's not the best. Yeah. Yeah. I get and so, it. so like whenever you get him on your side, you're going to fucking win. Yeah. But like, do you really want him on your side? Yeah. 
Anyway, uh, what's your next? Um, so mine is best of wives and best of women. Mm. So this line oh my God. is actually um, on the dedication of Ron Chernow's book, which is inspired by Hamilton. And it originates in Hamilton's farewell letter to Eliza, yep. where he details the information of his death at the hand of Burr. And he signs the letter with, Adieu, best of wives and best of women, embrace all my darling children for me, ever yours, A.H. Mm-hmm. And that... It's so good. They they read that letter in, in the book and yeah. it was so sweet. I loved it. Yep. And so just the phrase best of wives and best of women. So good. Yeah. He said, you're the it's shit. Beautiful. But he said it in the most beautiful way mm-hmm. ever. Okay. What is your, what's your last favorite line? I absolutely love it. And I have taken up this vibe in my life. I'm so excited. Keep ranting. <laughs> We all know who's really doing the planting. Uh-huh. Um, I have started calling people out on their shit. I love Specifically, that. Specifically, um, like, some someone, <laughs> I, was, I was just at a disc golf tournament. Like, it was it was the most stupid thing. I was at a disc golf tournament, and some guy that I was, that was in my group that I was playing with, he was looking at the high scores during the day, and he was like, oh, and this guy with, like, some Asian, it was, like, fucking Asian name or something. And I was like, oh, yeah, you got to love that, like, casual, low-key racism. Really appreciate it. When people just look at you after you make those comments, you know you you did exactly what you wanted to do. Yeah. When and they have did, nothing to say. You be- probably also did what somebody else standing there also wanted to do. But, like, maybe just didn't have, like, the... Right. You know, you know here's the beautiful thing. My last favorite quote goes into this so well. Because I think that we're still growing. And it says, Legacy. What is a legacy? It's planting seeds in a garden one doesn't get to see. America, you great unfinished symphony you've sent for me. Uh, because we're we're still working. There's a lot of work that we're still doing. And you know what's really great is that there are a lot of people who are making very big steps to be better people. Yeah. And I love that so much. And My, the, go ahead. The, the fact is that like shows like this, Mm-hmm. Wake people the fuck up. Like yeah. I, I mentioned how it's, it's, we talk about how it's inspiring us individually. Yeah. But like it legitimately inspired me to, to see what Hamilton as an individual who just, you know, tried to succeed the, in every way possible. He alone succeeded and affected generations. Yeah. And yeah, like maybe his some of his ideas were crazy. Like he definitely wanted a monarchy that like ruled until death. Uh, like, yeah, that's, not, that's not what we want. We're not all, we don't all have winning ideas yeah, every, every single one. time. Like, um, Galileo, or no, Isaac Newton was convinced that you could turn lead into gold. Yeah. He was an alchemist. Didn't quite work. Mm-hmm. And, but like seeing what, what one person alone could do, like really inspired me like to, in pursuing my, my career as a teacher. I'm like, I, yeah, like the fact that I'm here, I need to fucking utilize that. And so it's nice to have like wake up calls over and over and over again. Actually, I think that was, holy shit. No, that was the July right before my first semester wow. of college. Yeah. So it was perfect timing. And like, it stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Like a couple years later, here I am pursuing the shit out of everything I do. Yeah, as we all should be, truly. Um, What were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say it's really nice just seeing people making changes that are both subtle, but also make 
a very important stand for things that matter. Because like at my new job, a lot of us on our emails, we have signatures and it's, you know, your email signature is usually like your name, your title, an email that they can reach you at, your phone number. And then a lot of us from our like CEO and like a lot of our directors, I have it on mine, people will have preferred pronouns. And so oh, that's we have lovely. we have preferred pronouns, what they are, and then we also have a link, and it says what's this, and you can click the link, and it will take you to a website that explains what pronouns are, how you know your preferred ones, and just like everything revolving around that, and it sets such a quiet example that like our CEO has it on his emails. That's amazing. A lot of our. I'm gonna say most of our HR has it. Yeah, all of like, I have it on mine. So many people have it. And it's just such a nice little thing that one is quietly educating, but it's also making people feel comfortable to put their preferred pronouns somewhere. Yeah. Without having to be like, you know, because some people, they're yeah. they're very proud of being like, oh, my preferred pronouns are this and this. Right, but other people, like, them saying that has triggered responses from their family. Yeah, or like other people around them, and then they get miss like, people use the wrong pronouns all the time. And like, that's one thing to be like, my bad. Yeah. I said the wrong pronoun. I'm yes. sorry. I'll do better. It's yeah. thing to be like, you're a fucking boy, and it mm-hmm. matters to me. Yeah. So why the fuck does it matter to you? Yeah, like it's not your life at all. Anyway, what a a lovely tangent, but what a tangent. I know. (laughs) Look at us go. I have a fact that I learned while listening to the book that Lynn wrote with all of the other actors, um, director, choreographer, all of these other people who are like in it and also like who they weren't in it. They were talked about in it. Oh, okay. Um, The um, choreographer... There we go. Choreographer. Nope. I said it right. Um, (laughs) Don't trick me. Um, He made a note at one point in this book and I never thought about it. And I honestly had to pause the book and like take a minute. They choreographed Burr to only move in straight lines. And Hamilton moves free fluid whatever direction he wants. Because that is the way that they look at their lives and the things that they are taking on. Is Burr is going to take it on straight on. That's his only option. Yeah. Head to head. Where Hamilton is going to weasel his way around it. He's going to move and he's going to be so liquid with the situation that it's going to go in his direction. However he wants that to be. Yeah. Um, I had to take a moment. (laughs) (laughs) On that, um, the inspiration for Wait For It, one of my favorite songs... Um, so they knew that Aaron Burr, being the person who killed Hamilton, had to have a moment. Yeah. He had to be so significant in this show. Yeah. But they didn't know how to do that. And so they already had, Lynn had already written My Shot. Mm-hmm. I believe, I believe that's the one that was like, the one that was like, supposed to be, this is Alexander Hamilton. This is, this is his go for it. Um, so he had already written that. And then he thought about the part where... Where Aaron Burr waited for, he waited for Theodosia until after the war. Mm-hmm. And and he thought to himself, he's like, can you imagine Alexander Hamilton waiting for anything? Oh, God. And no. that and so that was it. Yeah. So, so wow. him waiting mm-hmm. is his big moment. Yeah. To show that, like, that's who he is at his heart, but, like, it's so important to him. Mm-hmm. Like, his, his just pure willpower to withstand anything versus, yeah, Alexander's um, pure willpower to drive through anything yeah, and rearrange it to work for him. Amazing. And so they're both like just, yeah, driving force is just in completely different fashions. Ugh, I love this show. I love the show and I have another thing. <laughs> oh, no. So, okay, in Say No to This, no, no. which one, 
such a good song. Like yeah. Jasmine Cephas Jones. Oh my god. I, I'm so upset that that was like her one song. Oh god, it's so And Peggy. Good. And Peggy. And she talks about how she likes that she was cast for this show because of her tone and ability and not in despite of it because in past shows she doesn't sing like a broadway star she sings she was raised her family is all like jazz musicians and singers uh. so she was raised with like r&b and jazz and so that's how she sings is like with r&b and she sings with, with soul. soul you hear it and like she was cast because of that and not in despite of it right i think she was the best voice on the show she's so fantastic but i and this is where lynn comes in and is just a genius that breaks your heart because at the very end of say no to this when they're singing over each other she's singing the word helpless as yeah. a callback to eliza right and i could flip a table yeah <laughs> i feel so strongly about how that's it's so i'm curious why why do you feel that way about this so it mirrors eliza in the way that like he it's his two quote-unquote love interests right you know when really and, it's angelica but here we go yeah and john and lafayette <laughs> and alexander hamilton's a hoe he was he was a hoe he was a hoe like we have we have to we have to just be right here and let everyone know he was a hoe him a hoe um but it mirrored the helpless i love this man and the helpless I just need him to, like, kind of survive right now and also be a hoe a little bit. Don't we all? I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many things just happened in my brain. It shut down and rebooted. Um, there are so many points that bring up so much, like, thought-provoking conversation mm -hmm. throughout the entire show. I mean, even, like, like George Washington was helpless and needed someone to help him. Yeah, he was in the revolution. right-hand man. Yeah. Which also, Which that song... historically accurate. Um, the song, uh, One Last Time. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to talk about... Oh, what's his name? Chris. Uh, Chris, Chris, whoever plays... Chris Christopherson. No, Chris Jackson. Christopher Jackson. He plays uh, Washington. And he... Wait, Jackson? <laughs> Christopher... Yeah, Jackson. Christopher Jackson. Jackson Rothbone. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave him alone. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can never not talk about Twilight. <laughs> and Hamilton. Twilight like is our bear. Um... <laughs> But his voice is so good, and um, Lynn wrote one last time, and then he changed it so much from the original that when they became when it, they hit the final version of it, Lynn said, "Hey, I'm gonna rearrange all of the music because I want it to fit Chris's voice perfectly." So they rewrote the entire music to this, like the whole score to oh that song, to make it fit his voice, which is why. It is so soothing and so well done. On that, on mm -hmm. like how he wrote one last time. Yeah. So George Washington wasn't sure that he was going to go for even a second term. Yeah. And so he had James Madison write him up uh, a speech, um, a farewell speech mm -hmm. for his first term. And then he went for a second. And he's like, okay, well, I'll have Alexander um, help me write this one. Mm -hmm. And they worked together so much mm -hmm. that um, like how the biography says it is is that you can see alexander's voice seamlessly slip into george washington's voice and and back and forth and so how 
how the music is written is how when they go back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh my god. And so and it's so good because it does go back and forth. Uh-huh. And, and like I think in in the video of it, it's just like Alexander's reading it and like and then George Washington steps mm-hmm. up and finishes it, but not so in the in the like recording. It's back and forth. You hear one overlap the other. Yeah. Because so much you in the speech and the voice and the tone of the speech, you hear one come forward in this moment and quickly followed by this one, but so seamlessly. Oh my yeah. god. And it's because they were he was his right hand man for so long. Yeah. Because he would write George's speeches and George would give the speeches, and so he would learn how George gives speeches and so on. Oh my god. Oh my I god. I love this show. There's a reason why this show was it had 16 nominations the year that it was up for a nomination at the Tonys. Yeah. It won 11. <laughs> that is one inc- It's ridiculous. That is incredible for like Tonys. Most shows will win like a handful, but Hamilton won 11, including Best Musical, Best Book of a Musical, Best Musical Score, Best Performance by an Actor, uh, Leslie Odom Jr., who played... Aaron Burr. Burr. Thank you. Best Performance by an Actor in a Featured Role musical, uh, in a musical, David Diggs. Uh, Lafayette slash Jefferson. Yep. Best performance by an actress in a featured role in a musical, Renee Elise Goldsberry, who played Angelica. Best costume design, best lighting design, best directing, best choreography, and best orchestration. Oh my god. And it deserved every single one of those. And more. Honestly, winning those Oscars, Lin-Manuel Miranda is just an... er, Sorry, winning all of those Tonys. Those were all Tony Awards. Winning all of those Tonys, Lin-Manuel Miranda is just an Oscar away from being an EGOT. Meaning that he has an Emmy, a Gary, an Oscar, and a Tony. An Emmy, a Grammy. I'm going to tell you right now, (laughs) I was reading that because you wrote that down in our notes. Yes, I did. And I read EGOT. I'm like, ooh, what are those again? And straight, (laughs) it went Emmy, Gary, Oscar, Tony. Was in my head. And it took me so long to figure out Grammy. <laughs> I like Gary, though. <laughs> That's very fun. But yeah, he's one away. And people are saying that he actually might win an Oscar this year for Tick, Tick, Boom. Oh, really? Yeah. That's Holy like shit. He'll part get on the EGOT, potentially. And that is such an exclusive club. It is. I want him to be part of it. I want him. I want that for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, to me, I think, just finishing by letting us know how fucking amazing the show is and all the... All the hypes that it properly got. Yeah. Um, I think that's a great way to, to say. And absolutely everything that came out of it following. Yeah. Because it did so much and produced so much revenue for history programs in schools. Especially in New York schools where they're showing the show. Yeah. they. I think the number, oh god, the number was like in the thousands of students who got to see Hamilton on Broadway. And then went back and performed Hamilton. Oh my god, to what? To the cast. Oh! There was like groups of kids and I don't, I don't have the correct, like what school or anything this was. But there was a couple of schools who went and saw the show and then went back later or after the show. And they had written their own historical like rap performances and scenes and performed them for the cast. Holy shit. And one like I would not be able to. Like, excuse no. me? No. <laughs> I'm not rapping in front of David Diggs. No. I could never. But like the these kids got to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah and I want I want to say that obviously the original Broadway cast is not 
performing on Broadway anymore. Yeah. Um, but I want to say they come together exclusively for like, like, um, yeah, they come they come together yes. exclusively for like charity events. Yeah. And like they'll go abroad, mm-hmm. all of them together, and perform just to like be there for them and like anyway. Mm-hmm. So fucking love it. Oh my god, they're all so good. They're all so talented. Like even like we didn't mention a lot of stuff. I mean, everyone hates on everyone. Everyone hates on Lynn for like singing in it, casting himself, casting himself as the lead. Yeah, which I understand. He doesn't have a voice that could be a lead on Broadway. Mm-hmm. He fucking wrote this shit though. Yeah, I don't, I don't care. He has he, his voice is better than mine. His voice is better than most. Of, the fact that he can be on stage there and he he does it well enough. The fact that he just keeps he keeps doing things. Yeah. Like, and they keep getting, I don't want to say better, because, like, everything is so top-notch. In his world, he is the Alexander Hamilton. Yeah, he writes like he is running out of time. Yeah. And, and he, he does it successfully, and he drives it. Oh, my God. It's about drive. It's about power. <laughs> it's The Rock. This is now a Lin-Manuel <laughs> Miranda, just, like, <laughs> pod. We're only going to talk about him from now on. We <laughs> Leave The Rock out of this. No. <laughs> All right, Demi. Um, oh, God. This was a blast. This was so much I'm fun. a little upset that we have to stop recording ourselves talking. I know. Um, <laughs> We're still going to talk about it after it's done. <laughs> uh, obviously. Um, Timmy, do you have anything you want to plug this week? I want everybody to watch and or listen to Hamilton and the mixtape. There were songs cut because they were just too long and they didn't make it. So they made it onto the mixtape. Great. That's um, the plug. Do that. Yeah, and... If you don't know, you can watch it on Disney+. Plus. Yep. That's where it was released. Um, or ask Timmy for that link that she mentioned earlier. <laughs> it's not a thing anymore. I looked. <laughs> um, I was going to send it to you before we recorded this because I thought it would be funny. That's hilarious. Um, I would like to plug Love on the Spectrum. It's a Netflix show. Um, I finished I finished the second season, Lexi and I did, last week or a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And we didn't realize that we were sitting down for the last episode of the season. Oh, I hate when that happens. Oh, it was so... Because we always watch two at a time. Because it's like, it's so, it's so heartwarming. So what the show is, it's just, it follows people who are on the autistic spectrum in Australia. It follows them through, like, their pursuit of love and romance. And it, like, helps them, helps them pursue that. They're, like, um, specialists who come and talk to them. It's, it's lovely. It's beautiful and very heartwarming. Um, anyway, so the last episode... Like, it, w- it was a great fucking episode. Cool. And then it starts with, like, at the end of the episode, it's like, and this is how Michael is, is doing right now, and this is how these guys are doing, and this is how, I'm like, what? What? what are you, why are you telling me this? I'm going to find out next episode, though, right? Oh. Right? Oh. Right? I straight teared up a little bit. Oh, um, no. Like, I've cried at this show so many times. It's so It's so beautiful. Guys, please go watch this. It, it deserves as much recognition as we can possibly give it because it's truly beautiful mm-hmm. and it, it gives representation to those on the autistic spectrum that, that's vastly underrepresented. Vastly underrepresented. There you go. Um, yeah, so check them out. Um, beautiful show. Love it. Um, Timmy, where can we follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, at Timmerianne. You can follow me, same places, at Double L Height. You can follow us, Instagram and Twitter, at, uh, at Gentle Bully Pod. Mm-hmm. 
And you can shoot us an email if you have questions, comments, if you have something you want us to talk about in the future, shoot us an email to gentlebullypod at gmail.com. Yeah. And uh, follow our playlist on Spotify. That is Gentle Bullying Bops. Uh, it has the songs that we mention in the podcast there. So you can find them easily. We're not going to link the entire Hamilton soundtrack. But maybe our, our favorites. favorites. Yeah, absolutely. Our favorites will be added. Yeah. So. All right. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye, bitch. I tricked you into it. Oh, yes. I'm very easy to easily tricked.